0: Welcome to Signs of Spirit, your podcast on learning how those in the spirit world communicate with you in your daily lives and how you can recognize the signs of spirit with evidential spirit medium, Jock Brokaz, founder of Afterlife Connect and president of the ASS MPI.
1: Susan had lost her husband. Her husband was a soldier and unfortunately he had served in uh, many different places all over the world and he had taken his own life. And Susan had m- missed, missed her husband so dearly. They had, uh, they had no children, but they, she lost a child just before uh, he was sent overseas. And that compounded a lot of issues. So she went into a massive state of depression. She'd lost her husband. Her husband had taken his own life, due to whatever circumstances. Every day, she would wake up in such a dark state, she just couldn't get over her life without him, and compounding the fact that she had lost a baby, wasn't making things any easier. Every time she would see pictures of her husband or memories would pop in, it would just start a flood of tears. One day, Susan, uh, when she was on her way to to the, uh, the bathroom to have a shower, Susan smelled this amazing smell that she recognised in her heart and her soul. She recognised that this was her husband. It was her husband's smell, but she couldn't work out. He was gone. It was his aftershave. It was the only aftershave or cologne that he ever wore. But she knew It was him on the other side, and she was quite a sceptical woman. But this made her think, and she sought the services of a medium. And the husband came through and validated exactly that that was him, that he was there with her, and that he had managed to manifest this smell, that she would recognise that it was him. And she did, because it hit her heart and her soul and her just her never-ending knownness that that was the right thing. Hi guys, welcome to another episode, another lesson of Signs of Spirit. And as you probably guessed from that story, today we're going to talk about smells. How your loved ones communicate with you through smells. Now that might sound a little bit crazy, and you might question the fact of well, how how in god's name can i recognize the smell and smells from the other side but it does happen uh, and it happens a great deal um and the get and, and there's and i'm going to explain a little bit about about how that actually happens many many times people will go Uh, even before they go to a medium, a person who's lost a loved one on the other side will maybe, could be sitting in the living room, they could be watching the TV or reading a book, and let's just say that the father has passed, and the father was a gentleman who who liked to smoke a pipe or liked a, a particular type of tobacco. And all of a sudden you get this sense, this whiff, of a really strong odor of that tobacco smoke. Now, a lot of a lot of uh, you know skeptics will say, "Well, you know, smells can linger in the air." I mean, really, the way that I mean, I'm not a scientist; I don't exactly know how smells actually operate in the atmosphere. But um, they will say that a, a you know a smell can linger. And if you bring an external force in, like a breeze that comes through the window, it would take that scent, that scent, uh, carry on the breeze, and and you may smell it elsewhere, or uh, it may not be in one place, and then you smell it in another place. And that's very possible. But listen to this if they're trying to explain that in a scientific way, then it's, again, it's another form of energy. And therefore, spirit can harness that energy because, after all, we are energy in motion and energy does not get destroyed. It just gets repurposed, if you like. And so it kind of bodes well that spirit can actually utilise the energy and manifest these smells probably much easier uh, in... uh, in your life, or you know, in in the material world, than than, they, than you could elsewhere. Now, if you're sitting and you smell your father's tobacco smoke, uh, yes, I mean sometimes you could probably think, "Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking of that," or or maybe, for instance, um, you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't expecting it, and it was really strong, and I just knew that it was my father, and 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 that's brilliant. In many many cases. That is real. That's that's a way that spirit will communicate with you. But many people, it, sometimes it comes in such a really really weird way. Um, so many people could be doing something, and all of a sudden, you know, maybe their mother or maybe some member of their family liked a particular aftershave, or as you heard from Susan's uh, case, a, a, a particular cologne, and they can manifest this, and then that that particular smell will waft through um, so smells are very real especially uh, for those who have lost their loved ones they might it's another sense it's another way another sign of recognizing your loved ones no. I'm going to, you know, I probably should have at the beginning of this maybe taught a little bit about our clairs or five senses or six senses, you know, that, that we have, and um, maybe we'll do it towards the end and go a wee bit more into, de- you know, into detail, but um, the gift, you know, the psychic smelling is actually known as uh, um and clairofaction is the ability to smell energies and clear clear aliens is the reality of of sensing that smell, okay? It's the psychic sense. So one is a particular psychic sense and one is a gift. And I like to explain it a little bit like this. In mediumship, or in psychic abilities, we have something called subjective evidence and objective evidence or subjective senses and objective. And basically what that means is it's within and without. So... Effectively, in essence, what happens is is that um, I will maybe see a, a clairvoyant image in my mind, and because that's in my mind and that's within my senses, within my own being, that is that is a subjective sense. I might hear something in my mind, a word, a name, or something, and that would be subjective. That's a subjective sense that's com- that, that, that's basically confined to within my spirit my soul my uh, my material being uh, that works in conjunction with my spiritual uh, senses an objective sense an objective way of maybe smelling or hearing something would be to the external uh, environment so if i heard something objectively I would be hearing it outside of my myself it wouldn't be within it wouldn't be in my mind it would be as if you and I were having a conversation and I heard your voice external to myself uh, and that would be very clear and, and very strong and that's very very rare it very rarely happens someone who can see uh, and here's the other the other issue a lot of psychics or mediums will say that they, they clearly, you know, they see objectively all the time and they see a person standing in front of them, etc. Et they don't really, actually. It's very, very rare. And uh, in, in in some way within our organisation, we're going to find a way of actually testing that because um, it kind of gives the, the sitter the wrong impression um, that they could see that spirit standing there, but the evidence does not, ...link up to what they're actually seeing. So it's really a subjective sense. And so just get an idea of of what the subjective and objectivity is. Uh, Objective uh, clairvoyance, objective clairaudience... ...is really very, very rare. So someone who maybe saw a spirit... And this happens a lot. It happens a great deal... um, when maybe there's particular haunting cases or things like that, so, you know, you, you'll maybe see a, a manifest spirit or they'll see them at the corner of their eye, and that's an objective thing. They actually see it with their physical being. They see it with their eyes. They hear it with their, 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 their senses, their hearing. And because it's outside, they're utilising the material, the physical aspect of the self to be able to pick up on that audio uh Message or to pick up and what they visually see. So, subjective and objective very clearly just means inside of you or outside of you in, in a kind of layman's uh, sense. So, when we talk about uh, uh, clear aliens, about psychically smelling something, that can also be down to you be sitting there and all of a sudden maybe spirit has helped to manifest. Um, that sense within you, and so you 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 sense it. You 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 sense that that uh, odor. Whereas, uh, olfactants is the actual ability to objectively pick up that sense of smell. That's really pungent outside of you You're smelling the perfume. Uh, and, and knowing exactly what that is, so you know, clear aliens and clear fact, there's a there's a big uh, kind of argument about it, but um, or, or should I say the a professional disagreement? But for me, my opinion, clear is something that would be objective uh, outside of you that can be picked up with your material sense, and uh, a clear aliens would be a, a psychic sense. is uh, picking up that. That smell, psychically, and just knowing it, that it's there, you might not actually smell it outside of you, but you'll get a feeling inside of you that that was you could smell that odor. You'll sometimes hear maybe a medium will say, "Oh, I, I'm smelling roses," but the actual fact they're not smelling roses outside of them. They have a psychic sense that roses are there, and they're they're picking that up, and they're basically saying that the. They're feeling. They're using another clear, which we talk about later, but they're they're basically picking up that smell now. This is a particular easy way, and and it's, a lot of people think it's, it's actually quite it's quite rare, but it's actually an easier way, I believe, for spirit to first manifest in the physical realm. That you recognize them if your loved one had a particular smell, and it doesn't necessarily have to actually mean um, uh, your your grandmother your grandfather your 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 brothers your your any sibling or your mother it could be a dog, it could be your cat it could be anything that 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 can create that smell that you would recognize them with you will you will more than likely recognize them so and it can happen at any given time, and so a lot of people will question um, what they're actually seeing uh, well, sorry what they're, what they're sensing they'll think they're just making it up and and you know that's we understand that um, but of course, it's not because it is an active way that your loved ones will communicate with you. For instance, let me give you another another example. Um, and let me give you an example of a, of a medium uh, on the platform that may actually utilise it externally, objectively and subjectively, and for yourself. You could be, and I've 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 witnessed this, and many people have told me this. They'll say something like, "I I've been you know I was standing at the kitchen sink, or I was I was making myself a cup of tea, and all of a sudden I could smell this amazing." Lilies. I I could smell the the smell of lilies, and and I I thought it was my mother, but I I never thought about it again. Now, a lot of people will say, "Yeah, that's my mother," and they'll accept it. But let's look at it this way: if you wanted more proof of it, smelling it once, yeah, you could get a skeptic that will turn around and say, "Well, that's actually, you know, that that could be coincidental," which we don't really believe in coincidences in, in our line of work, but. They could say it's coincidental, and it may have been an aroma that was hanging around from somewhere or it was carried in in a breeze. But what if you smelled it uh, in your when you were making a cup of tea, and then a little bit later on you smelled it again in your bedroom, and then maybe a little bit later on you smelled it again, maybe when you were reading, and maybe the next day you smelled that same smell. That would definitely tell you that your loved one on the other side is trying to communicate with you to let you know, yes, I'm alive, yes, I'm here. Um, and so, what you would be looking—I like to go on what's called the rule of threes. You know, I look for—you know—whether it's a guide or anything else, I look for evidence and a pyramid scale, if you like, you know, or a triangular scale. I look for the rule of threes. I need to get something that, that links in uh, with the other thing. And in order to verify that, and that's what I would say to any of you that are looking for signs is or you maybe receive these signs. If you receive something once, yes, question it because it you know it might not be right. But if you receive it again and again, then the chances are that your loved ones are trying to get through to you and they will utilise your sense of smell. There's lots of examples where people, and I'm sure you you guys who are listening, you will know friends of yours that will say, oh, my granddad used to, he was forever eating mints. And every now and again, I keep smelling these mints around me. That would be a way of your grandfather letting you know that he's alive and he's around. Now... In terms of a medium maybe doing this, a medium may be on the platform and, and the medium will say, oh, <clears throat> you I, you know, your father's coming through and your father, he, I know that he smoked uh, cigars because I am smelling cigars outside of me. I can smell them strong here. Um, and then they may go on to give further evidence that will back that up. And so that's a way that they'll pick up on that... Uh, uh, Claire uh, or if it's internally within them, they may say something like, "I'm seeing that he was smoking cigars, and I f- I sense I can I can smell the cigar smoke." And so then they'll they'll follow up with even more evidence that hopefully will back that up. Not all not all of them do, but you know I I, I would think that they would. So they'll follow up with all that evidence. Now. You can learn from that, even if you you don't go to a medium or you don't go to a spiritualist church, but you are starting to... Everybody has psychic gifts. Everybody has gifts of the Spirit. We all have them at some level. One of my favourite sayings is that everybody can sing, but just because you can sing doesn't mean you can sing. What I mean by that is that some people will hold a note better uh, and will be far superior than anybody Um, or other people and will be clearer in tone and will be able to pick up that music other people such as my mother-in-law who can't actually hold a note in a bucket um, and sounds like it's a dead cat so um, I love you very very much Glynis if you're listening to this Um, (laughs) she can't sing but she can still happily pull out a tune and go on with it, and and that's the same kind of thing as we, we all have these abilities. And so, some people may have a natural ability to pick up odors. Now, let me go into this clairvoyance a little bit more because this is there's there's not a great thing that I can tell you about your loved ones trying to communicate with you and letting you know. Um... But it's real, and as you understand, you can smell the the aromas that they've given off. You may have your dog or your cat as a particular aroma, or or you may have, uh, you know, your grandfather smoked a pipe, and etc., etc., etc. So, that's it, and they'll come round, you know, you'll have these two different uh, senses around you, either internally or externally. However, let's have something just a wee bit different from the signs of, spirit for loved ones and then let's look at maybe a paranormal aspect or even before we go into a paranormal aspect, let me give you an example of in work uh, at work uh, naturally with someone and and this may actually shock you. I want to talk about nurses and, and my mother was a nurse and, and I'm sure many, many people out there have a nursing nurses in the family, or medical in the family, or even just somebody who, um, when you hear about these examples, some people who have the who have a gift of, of cl- uh, uh which again you can argue the point with me if you want, but I want to understand clerofactants as uh, uh ...something that's objective... ...rather than being subjective... And, ...and some people may not agree with me... ...but hey-ho, that's the way we're going to go with it... Um, ...some people have this... ...uncanny ability... ...to smell when someone is diseased... ...you can walk into a home... ...and they can go... ...oh, God, somebody's ill... ...or... or, or ...and they just know... ...and you may, may... ...that person may not even know they're ill... ...but for some reason... They get the flu or whatever it is or it comes on them or they just know that somebody's ill. And sometimes this can actually save a life. Another, another aspect of this is when somebody has died or they are dying... Someone with a gift of cleral chloro, uh, or, or has a cleral ability will be able to kind of if you like the spooky aspect of this is somebody can normally smell when someone's going going to pass, they have this 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 different type of pungent aroma um, that's there and, and they can tell that person's going to pass and so this cleral faction is is actually quite a unique thing and. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people say love is through the nose, or, or you know, you, you can eat through the nose, or you, you smell things. And and a lot of people that have that ability, with that that that, if you like, that psychic uh, ability to smell um, odors that we normally can, not they can also smell food or anything. They can tell when it's off, or if there's if there's a bad energy around. And that takes me on to the other aspect, which is really really interesting, is in haunting cases. Um, it's a way of discerning uh, a spirit, or discerning a negative entity, or dis- discerning a ghost, is because a, a person that, that may not have a, a, a strong uh, clairvoyant or a clairaudient or a clairsentient ability, you know, may really excel uh, with a clairofaction and so they will be able to discern probably a bit easier uh the the level of that spirit or if that ghost is there or if the reality if it is a ghost or if if it's a grounded spirit or something like that because they can pick up psychically this this odor, this this unique odour. And in many many cases, I'm not going to go into uh negative entities or hauntings or anything like that. If anybody wants to learn about that stuff, we can do it later on. But just to let you know that this clerufactance is a very, very, very uh, unique ability that goes beyond just a, a medium or even a, a loved one who's been left behind, sitting and thinking. Oh, I, I smell my grandfather's cologne, or I, you know, I smell his peppermints that he used to eat. The the is is far more advanced, and and I like to think of it as a, an objective. Um, ...gift rather than, than than just sensing it within you. So it's an, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Some people that, that are really strong with a clear olfactory ability... ...will be able to sense when a, when a spirit comes into the room through their nose... ...which is, you know, I, I find it quite strange, but it, it is possible. But nurses and people in the caring profession... Do seem to either have that ability within them or they develop it over time because they get that that aroma or they just know when something's going to happen through the nose and, uh, and and that's quite a unique that's quite a unique thing but so don't just dismiss what you smell because what you smell uh may not be what you think you know your loved ones could be you know as I said before there's many many different ways that they'll communicate with you. And certainly they'll utilize, if they can, all of your senses that that you have strength in. And so, you know, the next time, of course, the next time that you're sitting there and maybe you only hear, you only smell once, then you could put it down to to someone else and and maybe try and find a scientific uh, reasoning for it. But the reality is that uh, that if spirit are around you and they want to communicate with you, they will find the way of manifesting that particular order in, in many different ways. You know. Um, it, it's happened. these smells, I mean you talk you, you even go ahead and study in ancient scriptures, whether it be in the Bible or whether it be in the Quran or in, in, on Buddhist uh, writings and teachings. There is a great deal of of uh, examples of odor and how something would smell wonderful, and how maybe bringing a spirit in would would uh, certainly have a high vibration preceding that sense of that spirit or that objective uh, clairvoyance of of that spirit. For instance, in, uh, i want to go back in, in Catholicism, in Our Lady of Lourdes or Our Lady of Fatima, many times, uh, a, a odour, roses or, or some form of beautiful floral odour would precede that visitation, thus telling the person of, of you know, sensing a higher vibration. Um, and so... It, it, those in the spirit world that, that are learning and, and you know that can utilize and manifest and work with his energy um they can manifest these odors for you and so in the case of Susan where her, her husband had managed to manifest his odor it gave her a little bit more of a little bit more comfort uh that she could move on with and uh she could start to maybe start to put things together, and and she would had you know more of an interest and delved into it a lot deeper. Many people will smell the smells uh, over time regularly, and so they know then that that is their their loved ones communicating. And of course, if they get it in a validation from a medium, um, then 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 us this this partially good evidence because I would be wanting a lot more evidence besides just uh, your smell and a smell. Um, but that's a good way of, of starting to validate that. So th- there's many stories of, of how spirit will manifest the smells and how they'll let their loved ones know that they're together. This is not a long lesson, uh, guys, because there's very little that I can say about this sense of smell. And I don't have tons of examples that I can give you of of how spirit will manifest you know in in the examples that I know of mediums in the platform have said you know i I, I can smell this from from your loved one or the person who's lost that person, that loved one, will be able to recognise that smell and know instantly. Remember that knowing is in the heart and the soul. You just know. And as I said before, one person's evidence is another person's failure. So what might be real to you might not be real to somebody else. But that doesn't matter. What matters is that you, you recognise, you have a recognition of that sense of, or that energy within you, um, and you can accept that as your validation to your loved ones on the other side. So in closing that, guys, um, a, a small lesson this week uh, about smells. Please come in and share if you've you know, had experiences of your loved ones coming through and recognizing them through the odors. Um you know, if you want to look up a little bit more about it, you'll find that in a lot of religious texts. They talk about floral odors and and you know beautiful odors. And again, coming to the paranormal side, there there's a negative aspect of it. If if it smells bad, it's bad. And you know that's a, a another way that that you can move towards uh being able to tell if a, a, a spirit has come into the room, or certainly somebody with a clerofaction fact, ability, uh, clerofactance. So if you have any questions, guys, please get back to us. Uh, and I hope that you've learned just a little bit of, of how that's manifest and uh, and how spirit can utilise it and the two extremes of sense and smells from the other side. God bless. Well, we thought that that was the end of it, but Spirit have an amazing way of uh, synchronizing something. And what you're going to hear now is a conversation. Uh, Let me just tell you that that we were finished, Um, but a a colleague of mine had just called and um, it just so happened. We got talking about the lesson and I'm going to bring you in now to uh, August 4th. ...who is also a medium, you'll hear me introduce him before... ...but just amazing how it happens, just at the right time when there was nothing else to say... Uh, ...Spirit brings somebody in to, to be able to uh, formally validate what we've been talking about... ...so listen on guys. Okay guys, welcome back uh, and this is a Jock again on Signs of Spirit... Um, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. His name is August Goforth. He is the author of The Risen uh, with Timothy Gray, and August is also a medium, but he's a he's a psychotherapist, and he can explain a little bit better what the the, the senses in conjunction with your the receiving odors through the nose, and it, hopefully it will kind of back up what what we've been talking about before. So uh, August, welcome to our little podcast uh, lessons uh, called Signs of Spirit. It's great to have you on here.
0: Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here.
1: And and actually, it just it's, it's really strange how this happened because it wasn't anything that we were planning. It just kind of <laughs> happened to be on the same time that we were recording. So this is working really good. And one of the things that we're, we're talking about here, uh, August, is... The ability for loved ones to come through and let their loved ones back here sense them through the ability of smell or through the sense of smell. And we've been talking a bit about clairalience and uh, clairalfactants or clairal senses. And you and I just discussed it a, f- a few moments ago and you've got some very, very good information regarding how that actually operates between the spirit and the, the, the sense of the individual here.
0: Um, Yes. I'd actually, um, as a medium myself, being familiar with the different kinds of clear sensing, clairvoyance, clear audience, and so on, I've never really thought too much about the sense of smell, although um, I've heard reports from many people and myself too, of of having some kind of what you could call a communication, a spiritual communication, in the form of a smell, and um, oftentimes it's so subtle that people aren't quite sure if that's what they're smelling, or they're 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 trying to look for another location of it. Like, where is this possibly coming? It couldn't possibly be my grandmother's face powder or something that I'm smelling. But um, what? What is outstanding and, uh, and important to know is that the sense of smell is one of our most powerful physical senses, and it is something that is important even in my work as a psychotherapist that I know, and this is its all backed up by science, and, and doctors know this as well. Medical doctors know this as well, too, is that this, uh, a smell is probably the one sense that can reach the most deepest, primal, primeval, primitive parts of our brain. Because when you look at animals, like how much they rely on their sense of smell, since they can't really talk the way we can or write something down. <clears throat> yeah, of course, and animals
1: navigate, they navigate with their smell, so there's a survival kind of instinct there right. as well.
0: Right. So, if we're looking at this from an evolutionary point of view, it means that this sense of smell has been with us as evolving human beings for, you know, countless millennia. So, it's a very, very primitive sense that perhaps evolved much more magnificently. And clearly then the sense of hearing or the sense of sight like that smell is really something that even works in the dark when we can't see or it works when we can't hear it still is there as a navigational aid so um, it also is directly connected to those synaptic areas of the brain and the primitive part of the brain that um, allow us to retrieve memories and so smells often can trigger a memory that has been long forgotten or a memory that was um, of an experience that we had as a child before we even formed verbal language in our brain and suddenly we get this smell 50 years later or 30 years later and it it's disturbing to some people are saying what is this this smell because smells also activate emotions, and feelings, and which are... And e- that's
1: a good why, why when someone's lost a loved one and they they have that aroma that comes over them, for instance, they, they smell, uh, you know, it could be a, an aftershave of a husband or even the the pipe that the grandfather smoked in, it, it activates that memory within them and, and that's how they, they manage to recognize deep within themselves that that's their loved one.
0: Right, but also the memory carries the memory itself encodes emotions and emotions which are feelings carry messages that's exactly what so as a psychotherapist that's what i teach my patients is is so many people are cut off from their feelings mostly from the overwhelming amount of stress and fear on the planet today and so people are afraid to feel their feelings but i teach them you must feel the feelings because feelings carry messages that feelings come from our body and while our minds <clears throat> while our minds are thinking our belief systems may lie to us or make things up or try to rationalize things our feelings which come from our bodies our bodies never lie to us so for example if if we're meeting someone and our body doesn't like them but our mind says oh no this seems like a really nice person and everyone likes them but our body is feeling something different our body is telling us the truth of what's going on so feelings are always bringing us messages of truth and these messages of truth is what spirit wants to get through and they will use something like smell which can carry so many encoded messages within the feeling from the memories that they activate so it's it, you get you can see how deeper we're getting into it already that it's very sophisticated that if spirit can utilize smells they will and that's the the problem then is that smell is probably so unique to that person that even if someone else in the same room could smell it, it wouldn't mean anything to them. It would have no meaning. There would be no message carried to them by the smell. So it's and a very that's, private... That's a very interesting me- point because that's something that I that I said at the beginning is that these smells are...
1: It, you would know them. You know, it, it basically is within your heart and within your soul and it's a deep knowing that that's connected to your loved one because you're the one, only one that recognizes them. And and that's exactly you know what you're saying because another person's and as I said, one person's evidence is another person's failure, and that evidence is
0: personal to them. Hmm. Right. So it 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 because smells are also very hard to describe. Like we mm-hmm. don't have a language of smells as much the way that maybe animals might. But um, smells also involve chemistry. Our bodies um, are are chemical factories. The feelings come from chemicals. Um, we now know what psychotherapists and, and and probably all kinds of different healers and shamans have been trying to tell them, Western science anyway for hundreds of years is that um, our thinking creates our experience of the world and, and literally manifests our world in that way. So, um, now... I could, um, put you into what's called an fMRI, um, uh, an MRI machine that doesn't just take photographs, but it actually scans you in real time. So the technician is looking at you through a camera, but it's seeing it in real time. Not, not, it's just not taking snapshots of it. So I could stick you into an fMRI machine and give you a cognitive task that involves making you feel certain things. So I would say, for example, um, go to the place, you know, that made you most happy when you were a child. and say, wow, that was the carnival or the circus and the smell of the cotton candy and the peanuts and the hot dogs and the, the dirt and the elephants and all that smell. is just so olfactorily um, sensate for me. And-, and that would be a subjective, that would be a, an, almost a subjective feeling rather than it
1: being objective in that moment. It would, a, a subjective
0: uh, within you that you, you you bring this emotion up because of that memory right and so we would have you hooked up to all kinds of um, um, sensing devices recording devices while you 're in this machine you're not actually at the circus but immediately we would start seeing parts of the brain glow or activate according to the, the way the computer maps us out of of certain areas of the brain that are tuning into these memories and and um, that's a whole nother uh, discussion about whether memories are contained in the brain or outside the brain. But you're activating these memories and remembering them. And then we will see if we have you hooked up to the right things, your brain will start flooding your body with a very specific chemistry that's related that was activated by thinking about the circus. And that chemistry would be exactly the same as if we hooked you up while you were at the circus. So this means the brain can't tell the difference between reality and virtual reality. It's the same for them. So now we know that our thinking actually is directly related to the way we feel. And so it's it's all like like spectacularly um, in this almost like hologram. Everything contains a little bit of everything else. So when you're getting a smell activated by spirit it's my understanding so far that they are using some kind of chemistry uh, um to manifest it in in some kind of a way they're they're using their they're, they're using their own chemistry like you know like you have two separate chemicals that are um inert when they're apart, but when you bring them together, they activate each other in a mysterious way. Scientists still doesn't quite understand. So maybe the spirit people are are bringing their own chemistry to us as well, and they're adding their chemicals to the chemistry of our body to enhance our experience, and you have what is usually called a numinous experience, which is is not a phenomenal experience, but a numinous experience, which is very hard to explain or put into words. It's so private, it's so intimate, but spirit knows how to activate this through their own um, expertise on chemistry, Do you know, it's it's, abso- it's absolutely fascinating, August, because
1: when you know both you and I as a medium. I mean, you, you're very lucky. You understand it from your psychotherapy understanding point of view. But there's so many mediums out there, you know, and even myself only ex- only understand it to a certain level, to that level of of uh, the spirit senses or understanding the subjective and the objective side of it. But it's it's amazing to think that. We don't even seem to have many examples of it, but it's actually probably one of the strongest evidentiary, scientifically based uh, experiences that, that that we probably need to delve into a little
0: bit more and try and understand it a little bit more. Well, most likely it probably has the greatest scientific um, value for... Those people in spirit, that their their yeah. sciences, their technology are so vastly different and advanced beyond our own that we wouldn't even be able to understand. I've seen some of it, and and there's no way that even though I can see it clairvoyantly, what their technology is in certain levels, I could not find words to explain it to you. I couldn't even draw it. So um, right now, we kind of rely on our most primitive but most reliable senses, which would be the sense of smell um because it's it, it it takes us back to our primitive roots of who we are. and and so probably in the, say a darkened sitting room, um, uh, a spirit chemist would be able to see everyone in the room lighting up, By the chemistry going through their body and knows how to to change that and manipulate it as well. And also see when people are afraid and see when people are happy. Um, These are things we can't see yet, but we can certainly smell happiness, we can smell fear, we we have a way of smelling emotions and so they use smell in very subtle ways usually. It doesn't take very much. It only takes a few tiny little molecules of a certain chemical to get into our nose and it activates all these brain sensations which activates all these memories and sometimes the memory will bring us knowledge or answers that we were looking for so it can't be underestimated
1: That you know it, it, it is it's, it's it's awesome to actually hear it from a psychotherapist point of view and a scientific point of view and not just from a medium's point of view because we get to and certainly I understand it a little bit better now from that science and I think it goes a long way we're all getting educated to it and it's something that we should uh, not take for granted And one of the things I've said is that you know uh certain things you know you can sit there and you can smell once and maybe that could be coincidental or maybe it could be an aroma that's held in the air but when spirit are around it'll be something that they'll they'll continue they'll give it to you a number of times and because they're yeah. able to see that and and get that message over um, August, thank you, thank you very much for for jumping in with us, and and uh, I hope that you know I can get you back on. There's there's a lot more lessons that we're going to be doing, and I'd love you to come back on and chat again. Do you want to let everybody know a little bit about your book because uh, you've written the Risen, and a lot of people know about it, but tell tell others about it and how they can get a hold of your book.
0: Um, you can find it just by googling my name, <clears throat> excuse me, August Goforth, or you, it's called the Risen. Um, which is the short title. The long title is Dialogues of Love, Grief, and Survival Beyond Death, 21st Century Reports from the Afterlife through Contemplative, Intuitive, and Physical Mediumship. And So that means that my mediumship is described, I'm a contemplative medium, which you don't hear too much about. I'm also an intuitive medium, and I have some physical mediumship attributes as well. so the, the the book took about eight, eight years to write. It was, I would say, it was channeled. It was intuited, and um, it it was um, introduced to me by my friend and my partner, Tim Gray, who has been in spirit for over twenty years now. Who came and asked me said, "Spirit would like us to write a book because Tim was involved in publishing and he was an editor on Earth for many years when I was as well too. So we're we're both very words people. So Spirit thought. We have this strong relationship. Um, Tim had actually come to me shortly after he transitioned a couple years later. He manifested to me in some very stunning physical manifestations, and that was their way of saying, if your love is that strong and you're you're able to put your wordsmiths as well and you're good writers, so we want to use you. So Spirit asked us to write a book, and this is the book that, that came out of it. So um, it's not a book for beginners. Um, there are lots and lots of 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 uh, books, you know, good and not so good out there for people who are interested in, in mediumship. It's not, so it's not mediumship for dummies, it's not Astral Traveling 101, it's really for people who are much more knowledgeable about the various forms of mediumship. And it raises, I um, think
1: it, it raises a lot of questions within you and within the whole experience. It's, it's, it's a book where if you're going to delve deeper and, uh, challenge yourself that's certainly one to
0: one to do well it's it's kind of activated it's sort of it's written it has this kind of vibration that will activate spiritual senses in the reader um, that they didn't know that they had and it's meant to activate these senses in a way that you feel certain emotions. And with emotions, as I said before, come messages and feelings. And so there's knowledge um, that it activates in the person. So the book isn't there so much as to tell you this is the way it is or is not. It's there to stimulate you to figure it out for yourself. It's an educa- it's a teaching book in that way. And um, so it... It provides a lot of stimulating, weird questions and ideas, and some a lot of people really love, and others really hate. Everyone has a different kind of relationship with the book, um, but so so far, it's it's been. I'm I'm happy with its success so far. Well, I'll tell you it's, what it's, we need
1: to <laughs> what we need to do is. Uh, uh, August is also going to be writing for our uh, ASSMPI magazine, uh, and so you'll be able to follow him with various articles. But one of the things that we need to do, August, is for other people that are listening, that are members of Afterlife Connect, is we need to get you on Afterlife Connect so that you can put your link in your book up there. And yes. um, let's do that as soon as possible and get you in there, and people can start to uh, uh, maybe have connection with you through there. And and, um, and I'll introduce you to that, and we'll get your book up there for everybody. But um, as I said, you know August won't be a stranger. We'll have him back on. And also, you'll be able to follow him uh, on the, uh, the Other Side Press, which is our magazine from the ASS MPI, which has gone through numerous changes recently and, and now has, uh, we've found our feet, and so we're moving forward with that. Again, August, thank you very, very much for coming on. Uh, signs of Spirit and anybody who wants to find out more about him, uh, you'll be able to find them on the other side press. You'll be able to find them on Afterlife Connect very soon. And what's your website, August? You just Google your name, or do you have a,
0: a yeah? Website? Uh, yeah, it's it's easier just to Google my name. I, no one know. else comes up. So yeah, um, and then then people are you know feel free to I I think there's a way to email me there. Um, I try to answer as many emails as I can. Absolutely.
1: <clears throat> and and we 'll do that on on uh, the other side press as well. People can ask you questions and you can respond to them and, and et cetera. and there you have it guys. this is a, a you know we 're very lucky to have August here uh, to to have called for him and I to speak today and uh, it 's great to have another viewpoint and another knowledge, a deeper knowledge of how this actually works within a scientific realm and i 'll be looking forward to speaking to August again in the very near future. And uh, thank you again, and God bless everybody. Well, guys, that's the, uh, the end of this week's lesson, and uh, I want to thank August again for, for being uh, the guest, even though we haven't even planned it, so that was orchestrated by a higher power. And uh, I hope that you all enjoyed it and got something from it. Um, I also learn when I speak to other people, and it 's really exciting how we can all learn constantly all the time developing our knowledge. next week is going to be exciting. it may be a, a quite a long one we 're talking about vibration and how vibration works and how vibration works within the spirit world and those communicating with you on the other side so if you want to learn more about August or uh, get his books, uh, then you know, check him out on Afterlife Connect when he gets on there or The Other
0: Side Press and uh, look after yourselves. God bless.